Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, and welcome to the American Age Podcast. We have a full house today. Uh, Stephen and Seth are both with me. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. How are you? Yeah, I can't complain. Uh, so Seth was just telling me that it's very uh, hot in New York, uh, humid, uh, of course, because it's the summer there. So uh, and in, here in Southern California, it's not too bad. Uh, I mean, actually, for June, it's fantastic. It's mid 70s. It's usually getting hotter by now. But mm. uh, so I, I, I feel for you guys. Uh, mm-hmm. so, I'm getting used to it. Uh, are you? <laughs> yeah, because I don't want air conditioning in my house this summer. I know that's that might be suicide, but I can't. I don't like <laughs> air conditioning. I can't sleep well. So I'm just going to really? try and, and see how oh. it works out. Yeah. Just you fans. A, okay. You have a fan. Okay, good. All just right. fans. Okay. Yeah. So okay. what about... You, mm-hmm. So is it... Is What about the air conditioning do you not like? Is it the luxury and comfort of air-conditioned air? <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> what is it that you don't like about good things? Is what yeah, you just that's, said. Right. that's right. Yeah, um, that's right. <laughs> so I think, it's, I think it connects me to my youth when... You know, in our bedroom, we had a fan and it just felt like it was enough, even though it was hot mm-hmm. and I was a kid. And so I was trying to figure mm-hmm. out why I like it so much. And I didn't get very far, but I just mm-hmm. I just like I don't mind heat. I don't yeah. mind heat. Yeah, my um, my German relatives, Seth and I were kind of gabbing about this a little bit before, but my German relatives like straight up make fun of me because most people in Germany do not have air conditioning. So right. even uh, if you're even if you're like middle class, you don't have air conditioning. You just live, and it gets humid there. I mean, similar probably to the New York. But uh, they live with the air with the windows open. They just, yes, yeah, as, everything's yeah, that, open. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's oh, definitely true. So. Yeah. yeah. yeah uh, so sure. today's. Today's topic uh, was spurred by uh, Donald Trump's announcement that he was ordering the creation of a space force. Um, and the, the topic of conversation is not going to be about Trump and his space force, or at least I hope not. It's going to be mm-hmm. about the idea of militarizing space exploration uh, and or space uh, like sort of uh, productivity, right? Sort of like moving out mm. into the cosmos. Um, the idea that the military should have some some piece of that. Um, so, Seth or Stephen, um, do one of you want to lead us into what Seth, you think about please. that idea? Or um, Seth, go right ahead. Oh man. Um, <laughs> I actually have to say in this instance that I just I I, I, I plead skepticism slash ignorance. I don't mm-hmm. think that I know enough about the topic from the position of um, logistics of actual mm-hmm. how this mm. would be done and mm. what then would be the sort of um, purview of such a force and. What would be its responsibilities and in what ways would that force be an extension of exist or an addition to existing uh, uh, agreements, uh, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. protocols, mm-hmm. Uh, vis-a-vis um, uh, nation states sharing um, um, or compartmentalizing um, natural resources. I just don't get it. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how that would work. Uh, okay, so I, I'll I I'll let Stephen jump in, and I don't have an answer to. I don't think ninety percent of that, but okay. <laughs> but I'm, I'm happy to talk about it. So I think the first thing is that it sort of makes me think of how I love space exploration, mm. but that there was a um. 
I think it was Kristen Wiig was on Jimmy Kimmel and he was asking her about Star Wars. And she goes, I'm mm-hmm. just against any war out in space. <laughs> and I remember her. <laughs> and years ago, I remember people asking me, why don't you like Star Wars? And I was like, because I'm against any war in space. I just mm-hmm. felt like, it just feels so silly to me. And, and at the same time, it has, you know, consequences and it's very weighty and what Seth said about agreements and, and you know, and, you know, ha- hacking, people hacking different kinds of things. Like, what kind of control would they have? And I was reading an article today that said the military would have, this part of the military would obviously focus 100% on space. Mm-hmm. And, but I was just like, well, what does that mean? I mean, they look, it just, it, I, I'm really anxious to hear what you have to say, Travis, because I feel like it's a distraction in terms of Trump himself. And I know you do want to talk about Trump and it. I just want to say it feels like a distraction. From I think it's a fair point. And from, even though I did mention earlier, he did mention it earlier. He mentioned, I think, back in October um, yeah. about it. So, but go right ahead. I just can't wait to hear what you have to say. <laughs> okay, all right. Because so, it'll help so, me get my mind going on it. So, so I don't, what I have to say doesn't, uh, doesn't uh, refute that I think it's probably a distraction from the various scandals in his presidency uh, or diplomatic problems. So, I, I think it probably is a distraction. Um, I think that so I, I would I think a couple of things. One, uh, even so you talked about Star Wars. So even in mm-hmm. the most idealistic version of our future, which is Star Trek over Star Wars. So right, you're trekking as opposed to warring or whatever. <laughs> uh, even mm-hmm. then, yeah. like the Enterprise mm-hmm. had like photon torpedoes and mm-hmm. phasers and mm-hmm. shields and mm-hmm. like yeah. the 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 the, the inseparability of aggression and predatory tendencies amongst humans and in Star Trek, right, interspecies mm-hmm. aggression, right. I think cannot, and I'm not talking about aliens, right? I'm, I'm, I'm talking mm-hmm. completely about human beings. Plain old humans. I, I, think, mm-hmm. I think the thought that other um, nation states and other perhaps eventually private corporations would not aggressively and by aggressively I mean with armaments and and uh, aggressive physical postures move into that medium I think is naive I think the entire history of the human race has been about this sort of the sharpening of, I mean it's the sharpening of the stick right mm-hmm. I mean you right. you date cultures you date prehistoric cultures by their sophistication of their tools which are around skinning and murder and so I'm not saying that that I'm in favor of of murdering people mm-hmm. I am saying that that there is a kind of attenuation and clarity that comes from that type of of crisis of violence mm-hmm. okay. and that, and that sort of, Oh, Seth wants to jump in. Go. Well, I'm going to take issue with your, uh, the picture you've painted of our, our, uh, past. The, the idea, the fundamental idea of which is that, Essentially, what makes us sophisticated beings and what makes us survive is that we form tools, essentially, of violence, of war. Mm. And Mm. I want to say, "Mm, that's only part of the picture, because Mm. I bet a lot of those tools that we found 
are tools for making homes, for making spaces for mm-hmm. ourselves to to have that seems fair. to inhabit, yeah. right? So yeah. there, that's so fair. you're right. There's definitely there's definitely tools for for murder and like human to human aggression, but also and 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 I'm not an animal rights activist, and so I actually would not use this term to describe animal killing, but um, to kill animals to to to, to feed ourselves. Um, I I would venture to guess, and I'm not an archaeologist, so, Um, (laughs) you know, um, stipulation, caveat. um, But I imagine that a lot of what we found has a lot to do, too, with developing ways to till the soil, to make habitational, make spaces that we can inhabit. Later. And, and... Yes, I know that the tilling of the soil came later. I know that. Yeah. Like, we were yeah. nomadic first, and then we like figured. That's in fact that's how we began the stage of our sort of evolution that we call "quote unquote" civilization. Is when we actually stopped moving around, mm. started working the land, and mm. started creating cities and ta- towns and mm. cities, hamlets, towns mm-hmm. and cities. Blah blah right. blah blah. Okay, right. I'm with you on that. So you're um, talking about survival. Right, and what and this is and this actually mm-hmm. comes back to the point of this whole Star Wars. What's a charitable word for this? <laughs> um, mm. Are we talking uh, about the space uh, force? Uh, uh, <laughs> no, uh, 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 boondoggle uh, uh, fantasy uh-huh. is that mm. we are emphasizing the, the 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 aspect of us of humankind that is about aggression, that is about parsing out mm. the, the parceling out the land the, the the territory we inhabit and saying mm-hmm. this is mine this is yours this is mm-hmm. this is not yours and i find that entire line of thinking really blinkered and slightly ever so slightly stupid so okay so i, I hmm. and I, I want to ask a question for steven and for yousef so i i i'm with you on a lot of certainly the nuance the stupid part, I think, is not fair because, okay. uh, and and I would I would go back to the earlier question that I had posited. Do you think that other nation states and other uh, organizations, as you know, our social evolution progresses, do you think that they are also going to be self conscious about taking weapons of war? or taking aggressive measures in space. And do so you think, do you think if we play the good federation peacenik approach to space, do you think that others who have competing wants and competing desires will do the same thing? Right. And I want to and I want to pose this to both of you. I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to turn it around on you. I'm going to say what uh, 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 or, or rather, um, are you comfortable with making decisions about how to behave based on your projections of how other people will behave? Uh, I, I, in fact, am. But but I, let's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let Stephen jump in. Mm. Wow. Oh, so okay. You let the hippie jump in. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> there's this. Come on, come to my side on this. Come on. Hippies can be violent. <laughs> I, <laughs> hippies can be violent. I think so. Mm-hmm. There is a wonderful, um, wonderful documentary called, um, by Mentia Diarwa. I'm not sure 
if I've mentioned it on this program before, but mm. the opera, the um, the documentary is called "An Opera for the World," mm. and one of the talking heads in that um, documentary, and it's a it's a it's a story about migration, and mm. you're looking at Malian um, immigrants, but you're also looking at immigrants coming to the U.S. in the um, 20s, 30s, and 40s, and all these different kinds of immigration, right? Mm. And one of the talking heads said that. What we have here is people who transgress boundaries are the people of the future. And the people mm. who want to maintain these walls are um, of the past. Mm. And I thought that was really an amazing mm. and a hopeful way of sort of considering that. And, and I'm, I'm kind of with you in a way, Travis, but I'm also kind of like, my imagination won't allow me to stay with, we have to protect ourselves. Mm. Because <laughs> I keep thinking that the world's going to change, but it just needs... It's just going to be a hard change. But I do mm-hmm. think that the border thing is so old and so terrible and has done nothing but but privilege two or three people. It really minimize what people can even imagine as a kind of freedom or a peace. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm kind of that's where I'm at with this mm-hmm. at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I and I want to follow up on that. Thank you, Stephen, for for that for that, for for, for stating it in, in, in such a like pithy and profound way. It's the idea that I'm sort of been nibbling at, right, for the last five minutes, which is I'm not comfortable. I don't think it puts me in a position to be an intelligent moral actor to base my actions on what other people are potentially going to do. I just mm. don't think that that's, that's a place. And I, no, and I'm, and I know what you're going to say. It's like, <laughs> yeah, but that's great. You'll be a, like, you'll be like a, a you know, a, 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 a intelligent, moral, dead fucking actor, right? <laughs> like, that's what, that's what you're going to say, right? Well, what kind of life are you living? If you're living that life, though. I was probably not going to go that far with it, but, but yeah, some version of that, yeah. <laughs> right, right. So you're well, saying I'm naive. No, no, I'm not. I, I would not, I wouldn't, uh, I would never use that to describe you, actually, because okay. uh, I don't think you are naive. Um, yeah. And uh, the, the, the only thing that I would say is that what the, um, the criticism that you're leveling against the position I'm taking, mm. I, I don't, I don't think it's uh, fully, I don't think the, the full implications of that are, are being brought out in the argument because there's no other way for us to act but based on what we think other human beings are going to do. Mm. Now, but there now, is, though. But there no, no, is no, you, no, no, but, but you, can, you can have faith in that other human beings are going to behave towards you in a kind and gentle, respectful way. But, but, that, but you are ascribing intentions to other people Always, all the time. You can't act in a world of strangers without that. Well, what about just going on what they've done before? Just going on the evidence. Well, okay, so well, if what the they've thing, done... If, though, right? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, Stephen, go ahead, please. No, briefly, I'm just saying, I thought Trav, um, that you were saying, Seth, this, something similar to what Travis was saying in terms of based on some kind of evidence. Mm-hmm. And where I thought you were going was it doesn't mm-hmm. matter how they respond to you or what you think they're going to respond to you, but that you, 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 I, I, I push against faith and I say that you just have a center. You have a moral center where you go, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do this. So that, I mean, that, that's sort of a radical, um, 
sort of agape Christian ethic, this idea of turning the other cheek, right? No, 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 wait, 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 wait. So let me, I was, I'm using that as a shorthand. Okay. So if you're saying that, if you're saying that you, you can move through the world in a generous way, regardless of the venality that is thrown at you, the aggression that is thrown mm-hmm. at you. I'm saying that that is a kind of otherworldliness. I used Christian because that's going to be more accessible to the people that are listening to the podcast. Mm-hmm. But that it is a way to not actually be a body in the world in which you are, uh, in which you are contesting for resources. Right. So like the the fact that you can the fact that you can move through the world in that high minded way is only possible because of the long history of war and forced cooperation of strangers. Like the fact that you don't have to be out on the lamb because you missed the gazelle hunt. Like, you know, I mean, Mm -hmm. that's like that. That was driven by war because here's the here's the here's the here's my argument i hate war we hate war we're pro-social primates i don't want to stab or hurt any other person mm-hmm. ever Absolutely. i mean you know sometimes i get really angry or whatever but i don't you know i don't have that i'm not constituted that way mm-hmm. and in and in fact it's the threat or possibility of violence mm-hmm. that forces men and women of good character and good nature to cooperate mm-hmm. to to um, to push that as far away from us as we can. Mm-hmm. And so I go back to, again, my, my earlier, my question to, to try and keep it focused, right? Because Seth often critiques us for being too abstract. Do you, I, do either one of you honestly believe, and you may honestly believe this, and, and it's possible, like if you're fully ensconced in like a kind of a post-colonial ethic, that I think mm-hmm. is a defen- that's a defensible position. You mm. may honestly believe that if we don't make an aggressive gesture into quote unquote the new frontier, as goofy as that sounds, mm-hmm. that no other nation state and no other group will do that. You no, you, I don't believe that. Yeah, no, I think you're, I, I think you're right. I, I don't you're either. Right. Yeah. Right. But I'm. I, I just feel like. I just feel that. Okay, so I'm going to be hokey for a moment. Part of why I'm, I'm talking the way I'm talking is I actually just saw the film The Arrival. Mm. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, the, yeah I liked the it. The film. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And so what that film gave me was a sense that, one, Travis, you're, you're kind of right in that the sort of violent demarcation of available mm-hmm. resources is a constant for us. This is what we do. Mm-hmm. And even when we're faced with a civilization and we have contact with them and they are clearly way more technologically sophisticated <laughs> than we are, right? Yeah. Like, like, mm-hmm. like they can suspend gravity, right? We're still going to try and blow them up. Right. <laughs> but. right. And then you have to go back in time to convince the Chinese to help you not screw up the entire right. human race. Right. Right, right. So, so they're trying to do both things here. They're trying mm-hmm. to give Amy Adams's character the opportunity to try to figure out what they want and what mm-hmm. they're trying to do. Right, right. But then they then they get that that 
the tick, that nervous tick. You know, we right. need to do something. We need to do something. And right. communication breaks down. And right. when I watched the film, I said, this is this is really a great film. It's It was marketed totally awful. Right. <laughs> it really didn't. Right. Yeah. It couldn't, it couldn't yeah. get people around this idea of language being circular and timeless. And mm-hmm. it was actually quite beautiful. I, I want to watch mm-hmm. it again. Um, right. Me too. But I... But I think it's the imagination. I go back to imagination a lot. Can we conceive of a of a place mm. where aggression is not our first go-to? Can mm. we conceive of that? And mm. I think I'm aware of with Travis and with Seth, both of you, you know, how, you know, history, you mm-hmm. know, people just, this is my, this is our space. This is what we're doing. We're going to protect ourselves. Mm-hmm. Those good people that you talk about, Travis, who are willing to push it as far or to agree with aggressive action preemptively i think it's because they are i think it's more than just having a lack of imagination it's just that they totally bought into that there's no other way to live in this world precisely Mm. Precisely. yeah i mean one one i i would one area in which i i definitely am soft on and 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 as far as my position goes is if i if i'm holding to the idea that there is some kind of social evolution and increased cooperation amongst strangers which mm-hmm. you know reduces violence this is steven pinker's argument which i actually i think is problematic and 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 some people have seriously pushed back on scott atran among them who is a, a, a pretty well-known anthropologist mm-hmm. um which we can you know talk about some other time but i I do i am very sympathetic to what you're suggesting and what seth's suggesting also the idea that that you know uh past doesn't have to be or it it can past can be prologue but the prologue can sort of can exist in this other part of the book that's that's a prelude to a new way of of human beings cooperating. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, this is the dream after World War II, right? I mean, right. this is you right. know, this is Eleanor Roosevelt. This is the Declaration of Human Rights. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, man, do I want that to be right? I really do. And I don't mean like I want that to be right. I think you guys are wrong. I'm saying mm-hmm. I really do want that to be right. I am uh, very happy to act in the world in which I believe that is right. But mm-hmm. I really do fear that it's it's naive on my part, even right. I'm not mm-hmm. saying you guys are naive. I'm saying that that mm-hmm. that that really we are looking at um, the last you know seventy years of relative peace in advanced industrial nations, right? Definitely no peace in Africa, no peace. I mean, there's lots of areas that colonialism tore apart. Have we ever had a moment where there wasn't war, though? <laughs> no, no, definitely Globally, not. Yeah. No, 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 absolutely not. Yeah. yeah. But I mean on a, like, uh, sort of on the terrifying scale that's now possible because of our technological sophistication. No, you're completely correct about that, the terrifying scale, but it's terrifying, period, to be, you know, pillaged of course, and all of that. Of course it is. Yeah, of course it is. I know you yeah, know You're that. absolutely, just, yeah. I just yeah, want to say right. that. No, 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 it's a fair reminder, though, because the yeah. way that we live is not the way that many people live in the world. Oh, freaking uh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. In fact, even the, maybe the majority. So, I, you know, the, anyway, so I just wanted to say I'm, I'm very open to the, to the argument that you're making, but in international relations, I, I just don't know that it operates in the way that we're talking about here. Uh, okay. Okay. Fair but, enough. For, fair enough. But uh, maybe we can go in a practical direction. So practically speaking, who would possibly challenge the, the, essentially the dominance of the American U.S. I should say the U.S. Uh, 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 
a portioning of space. Um, mm. Russia, mm. maybe. China, maybe. I mean, China is the sleeping dragon, which is actually kind mm. of starting China to would be more likely than Russia, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because Russia still can't quite get its freaking act together. <laughs> Their GDP um, is smaller than Italy. I was just reading that. Oh, Their really? GDP wow. is, is smaller wow. than Italy. Italy. Wow. It, really? Yeah. Italy. Their <laughs> GDP is smaller than Italy. <laughs> that doesn't make <laughs> any sense. <laughs> no, I think what happened was that... I mean, well, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't want to even venture to say. But here's... I want to be confessional for a moment, too. You were right with what you're... You're about to say collapse of oil, I'm sure. But you... But you and the no, price no, of oil. No, no, no. I wasn't going to oh. say any of that. I was just oh. going to say that, practically speaking, like, who's going to challenge the U.S.? So I'm mm. not even sure yeah. that... I mean, to go back to Stephen's point, I'm not sure that it is any anything else besides a distraction and a boondoggle. Mm, because um, uh, at, at the point at which that will be something to be concerned about, uh, uh, I'm sure that other uh, geopolitical uh, 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 kerfuffles will have occurred um, in the interim. But I want to get confessional for a moment, too. All right. And I want to say that the... What you kind of hinted at, Travis, at me being sort of willing to move through the world generously um, um, and that privileging my position that we don't actually have to start from a... We don't, we don't have to imagine that every human interaction will end, begin and end with aggression mm-hmm. is, is actually not true. I am actually far more angry and I think devious than you are. And I actually mm. don't move <laughs> through the world generously at all. And in fact, mm-hmm. I've seen myself become less and less generous over the past few years. Mm-hmm. Um, it's particularly to strangers. And I think part of the reason that I'm taking the position I am is that I realize how dangerous that is. Because here's the truth. Mm-hmm. The truth is that I actually think that in order for us to have a better planet, better, 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 better social situation in the United States... You need to kill off several hundred people. Um, <laughs> I really, I really do well, think so. Like you, need to, you need to cut their heads off because they're they're actually preventing us mm. from having the kind, like the kind of culture that could that could be um, mm. that could be meaningful, that could be generous, that could be thoughtful. Um, I mean, they essentially have wanted to, and a lot of them are, you know, political uh, 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 actors who've, yeah, who've essentially Mm -hmm. said, we want, and I, I, and this is my, my, my term for it is, we want a kind of dystopia in which the rich are holding the reins for most of, holding the, the reins for um, the social order Mm -hmm. and for the economic order. Mm-hmm. And the rest of us will basically have to just get the crumbs that fall from their table. Mm-hmm. And they're happy with curtailing any sort of civic um, um, spaces for, mm-hmm. for public, no, for, 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 for engagement that imagines us outside of that paradigm. They okay. want to curtail that, right? Mm-hmm. They, want to, they want to cut it off at the knees. And I just think, I don't think, I don't, I can't, Im- it's really hard for me to imagine us getting to a place in this country where people are actually genuinely, for the, for the most part, 
I don't even know if this is ever possible, but mm-hmm. I look at Scandinavian countries and I think it might be, um, where people mm-hmm. are more happy than they are angry. They're more happy than they are despairing. Mm-hmm. And I feel Ooh. that there are a particular class of people who have the will and the power to make sure that mm-hmm. we don't have that. So I'm kind of murderous in my intent. But at the same time, <laughs> I realize that that's just not a way to live. It's just not, it's yeah. just, it's not, it's not going to work out. Right, right. Steven, do you Ooh. want to jump in with that? <laughs> I mean, because he's confessing and all. I mean, I've had those thoughts a lot about a certain kind of person or, or certain kinds of um, social systems that just need to die. Right. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they need so to die out die out because they are distracting because if I'm too busy worried about my weight or who's going to love me or like there are just certain kinds of things that sort of, that sort of squeeze and take all your, your, your imaginative time up to think of something mm-hmm. different. Duck and bites I, as Seth calls them. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I definitely, kind of, I mean, I, don't, I think I'm a little uncomfortable with admitting it, but I'm definitely, in that space where I'm like, I just don't see certain kinds of people um, living for other people right. or thinking about other people's meaning. You know, I think mm. right now we're we're taught from the early age to get what we want. You know, be an individual, blah blah blah, and all this nonsense. And we've been being we've been taught that forever, and we continue mm. to be taught that. Mm. And so, with all that airtime, I'm just I'm like going, well, can you undo it? You know, that's the first thing. I used to think that could you undo certain kinds of thought patterns and belief systems? And I'm not so sure anymore. And Mm. back then, I just didn't know as much as I know now. And I still don't know a lot. But I don't, I used to wonder if there's a way to do it. There's got to be a way to undo it. And that that, (laughs) that unway might have to be murderous. Mm. And I don't feel comfortable with that at all. I, I, uh, I, I guess sort of the, the, the young Buddhist in me would would come out in the, in the <laughs> response to that, in that I I think the problem is uh, isn't necessarily those handful of hundreds of people. Uh, the problem is the way that wealth and security and comfort abjures uh, the reality of our bodies. Absolutely, uh, and well so said. I mean, this is the four noble truths, right? In Buddhism, that I mean, I think the the fact that uh, anyone, any group of people that achieve a certain level of comfort and status um, are going to be invested in um, guaranteeing and securing that wealth and status, and will believe that that wealth and status is what provides them with meaning and security, even though in reality there is no security. Uh, mm-hmm. if, if, no. if you, if you have a body, like it right. just, it just, it doesn't exist. Right. So I would, in, in, in your, in your formulations, which of course I understand, like how does Oprah not end up on that list of murdered people? Mm. How do Jay-Z and Beyonce not end mm. up on that list of, of murdered Ooh, people? Because they're billionaires. Right. I, I mean, I, I just, I, right. Kanye West, like, I, I, right. the, the people will, will slither into those spaces again. Yeah. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and the challenge is always as individuals, mm. as human mm. beings, to realize our own individual humanity and the individual humanity and other people and the people that surround us. So you're talking about a paradigm shift, you know, obviously. 
Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I hate to say that after that's been no, used no, right. thousands yeah. and billions of times. A paradigm yeah. shift. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> 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 we need some paradigms, some shiftings. And so, yeah, you're right. I mean, I think that that's the, one of the main issues is that people will defend a system that's that's tearing them apart. Oh, mm, yeah. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, mm. to the last breath. And that, that's yeah. really, <sighs> I mean, I have nothing else to say about it. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, I figure at the, at the end of the day, if we decide to move off into space and create a military sort of um, command that is uh, uh, has a responsibility of apportioning space mm-hmm. and defending it. Mm. It's just an extension of who we are already. That's not yeah. news. It's just, it's yeah. just, it's just. Okay, yeah. yeah, we've been here. This is, you know, blah blah blah. We went, you know, we went into Vietnam. Look at what we did there. Hey, went into Cambodia. <laughs> look at what we did there. Hey, look at what. Look at it. Look at Iraq. Look at Iran. Hey, didn't did that work out great? Like I don't, you know, I just it, honestly, the U.S. exhausts me. It exhausts me. <laughs> so you know, as it should. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so so that that will be the last word. The U.S., mm. you have exhausted us. Uh, so, <laughs> so thank you very much, Seth and Stephen, for yes. joining me today. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll talk to you guys soon. Okay.